Welcome to another edition of Religion and Rock. I'm Monsignor Jim Vlorn, and here he is, our producer and engineer, Mr. Stephen Chaldone. Hello there, sir. How are you? Are you have you had enough snow? Are we done? <laughs> Interesting thing, you know, around the country, everybody's having some tough weather these I days. Know. You know? And we got like the first snow in a couple of years. That's kind of it, cool. I don't mind. Like you said a couple of weeks ago, if this is global warming, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, I mean, I like the fact that, you know, the weather's like, you know, kind of stable. But I yeah. have to tell you, like yesterday, so we had some snow today. Yesterday, um, I had my dad outside, like at the nursing home. Yeah. I take him out on the wheelchair. I take a little walk. So you know, it's like back and forth, but that's okay. I think that's how it goes sometimes. That's no, all right. We're, we're gonna get through it. It's winter. This is what it's supposed to do. <laughs> we have a little. Um, you know, we're talking about leadership today. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an interesting thing. And um, you know, we talk about. I love people, and I mean, listen, I'm not sometimes to blame everything on other people. Right. It's the government that's crazy. <laughs> it's people on the roads that are terrible. Like sometimes I think we just have to own some stuff and yes. like become leaders ourselves. You know. Mm-hmm. So I, that's kind of my tact i think today okay talking about like you know like we got to take some of this on ourselves some, some ownership of our uh, of our mistakes our failures in leadership well, about the, <laughs> yeah about the world's mistake you know like i mean it's it's a funny thing it's so like i love blaming like these this blob you know yeah. well you know what it is it's them these, it's yeah, they I, they you know? did it them did it you remember when uh, peter gabriel had that album called us he said we have yes. to take people out and put it make it together mm-hmm. there's something about recognizing that so we're taking a look at leadership today how god's present in our lives calling us to lead in a particular way and it's a good time of year to do that Lent's a good time to got to rethink this stuff and help us to be open up to this call to leadership i know in our, our lives too you know sometimes it's good to be a follower because we mm-hmm. don't have to <laughs> take ownership right it's it's easy to follow because when things don't when things work out great you're part of the team but when they don't it's it's not my fault it wasn't my I'm idea you, I quick story you know. so like our catholic faith network is operated mm-hmm. by the diocese of rockville center right mm-hmm. but we have been independent since then you know because right. we're still connected to them of course and owned by them but like we kind of operate because tv is not like running a school right right so everybody's glad that we're independent you know everybody who works for me and everything except when there's a snow day and they'll say well the schools are closed monsignor i said so was, i always go back is nbc closed is yep. abc closed Get to work, you know? It's you so know. funny. Like, we want to, like, blame others or go along with us mm-hmm. when things are good. But when they think it go bad, they're like, oh, no, 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 you know, like being a leader, it's like 24 seven, like you no. can't stop it. You know, no, it's an interesting and, and thing. I've seen it with you. I mean, you're a great leader, I think. Um, but, you know, you get that call at three in the morning that somebody needs you. You're gone because that's, that's, that's I like I like the I think part of each other. Right. You're a great leader. I think I think, you know, <laughs> let me qualify that <laughs> this week. I was at, uh, you know, where I went Rayo's, you know, that that's the oh, restaurant yeah. Rayo's yep. mm-hmm. first time I'd ever been there. But a funny thing, like I met a lot of people in there and there were a couple of people who were relatively well-known people. I don't know. I'll mm-hmm. say this one guy, Bo Deedle. You know that guy? Yep. He's like, a, okay. He comes over. He says, Matsi, I love your show. I love what you've been doing. You're such a great Catholic man. Thank God for that. Sometimes it's surprising. You know, God mm-hmm. calls us to leadership in ways we'll never know. And that's what we're looking at today on Religion Rock, the gift of leadership. To get us going, this is Eric Clapton, Change the World. the stars 
Eric Clapton changed the world. You know, we all want to change the world. We all want the world to be a better place. And sometimes we kind of leave that to other leadership. We say, well, that's about the leaders of the world. That's not about me. And the reality is, no, it is about us. Like the way the world changes is one person at a time, right? We've seen that the hard way. When we wait around for legislation to make things better, it never gets better, does it? But I think it's about you and I making a decision to make the world a better place. And I think that's how it happens. So you and I are challenged, you know, to think about 
How can I make the world a better place? What can I do to make a difference in this world? It's about our leadership. It's about our ability to forgive and get along with other people. It's also about our ability to look after the environment and to use less, maybe to live better and, you know, clean up after ourselves in such a way. All of those things kind of add up. It becomes a spirituality. It really does. Lord, help me to use my gifts to serve you. Lord, help me to use my gifts to make the world a better place. That's the challenge for you and for me. We have to figure that out. And somehow in our lives, God is calling you and God's calling me too to make a difference that really does affect others, that really does change the world. It's going to be one person at a time. That's the reality. And that's the challenge to you and me. Here's the Eurythmics. Would I lie to you?
there's the arrhythmics, would I lie to you? You know, it's a funny thing in society today. I think not so true in the past, but very true now. We sort of accept lying. After there's some kind of talk, a political talk or a speech on television, there's always a fact check aftermath TV show. And they'll say, well, the person was lying there. Oh, that was a lie there. And we just point out the lies and we're not upset about it. We just accept it. It's a funny thing that like we accept lying. And you think about that life of faith. It's all based in honesty. It's based in truth. It's based in a, a certain sense of understanding that we're not going to lie one another. And yet we lie to one another. It's an incredible thing. So in, in our world, you know, to really be a leader, sometimes it means about living a real good and just life that says, yeah, I'm not, I'm going to be a man of truth. I'm going to be a man of integrity or a woman of integrity. And I'm going to live this life in such a way that I'm not just out there lying all day long. No, it's about owning our stuff, you know? And sometimes that's true about kids too, to teach our kids the, the value of honesty, which is such an important kind of characteristic to have in your personality these days, which is hard to find sometimes. And that's an important reality of our faith life that we're really challenged to kind of take a look at. Here's the bare naked ladies falling for the first time. If I love 
bare-naked ladies falling for the first time. Interesting, you know, uh, that always happens in leadership too, right? No matter what we do, uh, we make mistakes. And sometimes the mistakes are big, sometimes the mistakes are small. But the reality is, how do you deal with failure? And there's something interesting about that for all of us, that in no matter what world we live, there's going to be failure. There's also going to be success. How do we deal with the sense of failure? What do you do with failure in your life? You know, how does that crunch uh, you or, or collapse your, your spirit? And eh, sometimes we have to brush ourselves off and keep moving. We have to get beyond just the sense of failure that we have. Not everything's going to work. Not everything's going to be a great idea. Some things are going to fail. Can we move on from that? Can we be people who accept that and say, yeah, God is with me in the victories of my life. God is with me in the failures of my life, too. And even in the tragedies where I've made some bad decisions. That's about forgiveness. That's about letting go. God forgives. God lets go. Can we let go? That's the bigger question. And that's part of the challenge for you and me every day of the week. You know, we are going to fail. We are going to fall. But God loves us and forgives us. Can we do that with ourselves? Here's Don Henley, Dirty Laundry.
Don Henley, Dirty Laundry. Interesting, you know, leadership and gossip. And sometimes to get ahead, you know, we will sometimes go after somebody else. We'll go after somebody else's leadership, somebody else's style. We'll go after somebody else's personhood. And that's a sinful attack, right? It's a sinful attitude. Gossip is such a detrimental thing. And I find it one of my least favorite things on this planet, gossip. I don't like being gossiped about. I don't like being drawn into gossip. And it's highly, highly contagious, right? We all know that. What do we do with that? You know, what do you do when there's gossip going on? Do, can we kind of move ourselves through that? Can we get beyond that? Can we walk out of a conversation that's filled with gossip? What do we just participate? That's the challenge, you know, because I think we all know people who gossip like crazy. Somehow we have to move beyond that, you know? I can think of that even if the nursing home where my dad is there are a couple of people there employees who are real they, I know they gossip a lot I can hear them talking about it and I try to like move away from that stay away from that and you see how other people kind of get caught up I see them kind of hanging out in the hallway together and it's never good stuff right and it doesn't help people to be better I think that's part of our lives we have to move beyond it and recognize that yeah God wants us free of that so uh, we're not airing dirty laundry all over the place no true leadership uh, accepts the differences accepts the brokenness and also accepts people where they're at and you know praise and encourages them and challenges them to more but that's part of our lives that we're called to. Hey, I'm Monsignor Jim. You're listening to Religion Rock. We're talking about leadership today. This is Living Color, Cult of Personality. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand.
This is an interesting song to think about leadership because, you know, it's the it's the paradox of leadership and celebrity, right? So celebrity is an interesting thing. It's sort of something that attracts other people, it attracts attention, and sometimes that becomes grounds for leadership, right? So you say, well, why don't we elect, you know, some, some celebrity to be president of the United States? Well, do they know anything about politics? Do they know anything about goodness? Have they had a faith life, you know? All these values that we have that we want to have in our leaders, you know, those are the things, not just celebrity. And celebrity sometimes becomes a way that a person becomes a leader, even in small ways, you know, that somebody who is just kind of a people pleaser, you know, everybody loves them and they kind of say what needs to be said and that's it. We have to be able to get beyond that and be able to see the depth of what real leadership's about and recognize the power of how leadership is attained in this world, not by celebrity, but it's by example, right? And that example in prayer, that example in our faith life, that example by how we help others in the name of our faith life makes a huge difference. That's part of the challenge for you and for me to get beyond the cult of personality and just to get to the fiber of who we are. Here's you too. Get out of your own way. Doesn't take a cannon just to pin your skin 
of their own company. Blessed are the superstars. For the magnificence in their light, we understand better our own insignificance. Blessed are the filthy rich, for you can only truly own what you give away. Like your pain. There's you too. Get out of your own way. Interesting. You know, in our lives, um, sometimes that we are the biggest obstacle to our own leadership, right? We say, well, I can't do that. I'm not a good example of that. Or I, I could never be doing that thing. That's just not my thing. And somehow in our lives, like God steps in and calls us to something that we could never think we could do, that we think is kind of out of our comfort zone. But ultimately, when we stretch ourselves, it becomes part of our comfort zone. So that's the challenge for you and for me, to get out of our own way sometimes so that God can do God's work in us. And that's an important thing, to be able to allow God to form us. You know, we talk about formation a lot of times. And formation is not just about learning about baptism or learning about your marriage or learning about what it is to be a priest. Formation is something we need every day of our lives to help us to be formed in God's image in this world, right? And sometimes we're our biggest obstacle because we're kind of down on ourselves. We don't have enough faith in ourselves and we see all of our foibles and brokenness and we don't see the gifts. And sometimes the gifts are truly given by God when they're used well. They do help change the world and they make a big difference. Here's Tom Petty, Room at the Top.
touch your heart Yeah, like they doing those things on TV I love you, please love me I'm not so bad And I love you so Tom Petty, Room at the Top. You know, it's a funny thing. Pope Francis preaches about this about every month that priests and bishops and people who lead in the church need to lead humbly and not get caught up in the trappings of being wealthy or the trappings of a beautiful life. We don't make a lot of money as priests or as bishops or as anything like, anything like that, but we certainly have opportunities by the generosity of other people to live a beautiful life. You know, we've been given a lot of beautiful opportunities, but it's about the simplicity of our lives and, and not getting caught up in the world of things, but in the kingdom, right? And that's the challenge not just to priests and to, to bishops and to leaders in the church is challenge to us all to live simple holy lives and to live with one another kind of recognizing that common common humanity that we have right we have a common humanity and we're not above one another we're not in a caste system no god created us all as one and as equals and in a sense when we recognize that you know we're better for it because we recognize how God has created us in love and in the union with him that really is a beautiful gift that we're called to share every day. Here's Tears for Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world.
Tears for Fears, everybody wants to rule the world. That's part of the reality too, right? Everybody wants to be the boss. Everybody wants to be the number one. I find sometimes the best thing a leader can do is listen and not necessarily have to be the person everybody answers to or the person that everybody speaks to or everybody bows to. I think there's a real power to letting, you know, somebody else lead, letting somebody else speak, letting somebody else's idea reign. And it's all how we lead. It's all that kind of different level of leadership that if we're secure in who we are, you know, we can listen to somebody else's idea and not be insulted. We can listen to somebody else's criticism and not be insulted. One of the things I've learned the hard way over the years, you know, is sometimes I get a letter that's a tough letter in the mail, you know, and they'll say something and I write back to every single person who writes to me and they say, yeah, you know, I hear what you're saying. Thanks for telling me, you know, I'll work on that. Um, That happens sometimes in our lives, right? And that's okay. I think that's part of what we have to recognize. You know, it can't just be about power. It has to be letting go of the power so leadership can grow in our lives. It can't just be about grasping at power because that's all going to be fake in the end anyway. Here's Bob Seger, Shame on the Moon. Until you've been beside a man You don't know what he wants don't know if he cries at night Don't know if he don't When nothing comes easy Old nightmares are real Until you've been beside a man You don't know how he feels Once inside a woman's heart A man must keep his head Heaven opens up the door Where angels fear to tread Some men go crazy Some men go slow Some men go just where they want Some men never go Hey, watch where you're going 
inside a man Don't know who he knows Oh, blame it on midnight Shame on the moon Bob Seger, you know, some things, an interesting point here, you know, some things just can't be led. Isn't that a funny thing? Like there's some things in this world that like it's sort of evolving, it's happening, it's in God's hands and we have to trust it. And there's something so important about that in our lives. When we think about, you know, COVID and all of that and what we've gone through together, in some ways we had to entrust that whole mess that whole disaster to God. Think of how we lived. I mean, I think now we kind of gloss it over a little bit, but think of how we lived separate from one another and locked up and, you know, closed off from the rest of the world. There was something about that that was amazing, but in a sense, it was something about it that forced us, in a way, to turn our lives over to God and say, God, you're in control here. You have to help us. You have to draw near to us. Help us to see you in the midst of this. When the bottom falls out, you know, we really kind of turn to God. And that's a good thing that we have that. We have to recognize that even in this world, there are things that are out of our hands, out of the technology world. I mean, eventually, sure, the wisdom was given to people to help develop the vaccines, et cetera, et cetera, and treatments. But the other reality is that ultimately, we have to trust God. We have to trust God working through us, and that makes all the difference. Here's Def Leppard, Love Don't Lie. Yeah. 
Def Leppard, Love Don't Lie. Truth of the matter is, we need to be honest with ourselves. We need to be honest about our own abilities that God gave us. Nobody on this earth is not called to be a leader in some way. There's no age requirement. There's no sex requirement. It's all about every single one of us. So we got to figure out how. We got to figure out ways in which we can make a difference. And it starts out small, but that kind of builds as time goes on. And, you know, the people have been given a lot, a lot's going to be expected. That's part of our leadership. So get into it and feel good about it. Recognize God in the midst of this Lent, calling you to leadership. You're going to find deep happiness in that. You've been listening to Religion and Rock. It's hosted by me, my senior Jim Vlaan, and it's engineered and produced by the great man of leadership, Mr. Stephen Sheldon. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and don't forget, say a prayer. <laughs>